with Slimming World, I was like, I'm not doing Slimming World. I'm not paying five pounds a week for somebody to weigh me and tell me that I'm fat. I'm not doing it. And my friend was like, no, no, you need to come and do it. And I was like, no, I can't eat carbs. I can't eat like sweets and stuff. I know that if I eat that, I do put on weight. I only have to look at something and I put on weight. Like, I'm not doing it. And she was like, just come with me. And I was like, right, I'll do it for two weeks. And that is it. And I went with her and I lost, I think it was six pounds the first week or something. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'll go back next week then and see what happens. And then I lost another like quite large amount. And I was like, oh, oh, okay, yeah, I'll keep going for a bit. I'll just do it for a month and, and see how it goes. Cause it'll probably stop after a month. Like I probably, I can't keep losing weight. And yeah, I haven't looked back since. So yeah, I've been every week, whether that now be on the new one online way or previously at group. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Swimming Stories. I'm your host, Claire Alden-West. I hope you've had a great week. I hope the heaviness of lockdown is not as intense as it was at the beginning. I hope being kind to yourself. And I hope in all of this that it's been intense hasn't it it's been difficult it's had its challenges and it's had its rewards there's been lots of positivity to come out of lockdown and i hope this week you're prepared to be inspired amy chose to embark on a healing journey during lockdown just to improve her confidence and amy and i share a great love for journaling not only is she local to me but she has explained how this can help her just to set her intentions for the day and just to focus her on her week and what she wants to do for that week. And she's a busy mum, she's working, she's got a toddler and I think lockdown can be quite stressful when you've got little children, can't it? I'm, I'll say I'm lucky, <laughs> just in case he's listened to this, bless him. I've got a 13-year-old son that lives with me and yeah, it can be challenging, homeschooling. But then I think, goodness, if I had a toddler running around me wanting full-on attention that would be that would be a different thing entirely if you've tuned in today and if you are new to slimming stories i would love if you could help me by hitting subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts whether that be on spotify podbean itunes wherever you listen i'm a one woman band and this would help me so much just to climb those podcast charts. If you've been listening for a while, then absolutely you need to be it and subscribe. If you keep coming back week after week, and if you love listening to the guests I have on the show, then that would mean the world to me. And I know this week is all about the guys. I know it's all about Father's Day. I know that. <laughs> but I'm going to be a bit selfish and ask a question because it takes a lot of time. These podcasts do take a lot of time. And I do believe the guests that I have on are chosen just to kind of relate to where you are in your slimming journey, in your fitness journey. And if you're thinking, how can I get motivated? What can I do? I just, you know, it's lockdown, everything's heavy and it's just so intense. What can I do to connect with my mojo? I do believe that the guests that I bring on to these shows will help you to feel inspired. So, Amy Victoria, go and show us some Instagram love. If you're a new mum, and you have stretch marks and all you see on Instagram is a picture perfect, do go over and show Amy Victoria some love. She shares a total honest portrait of what it's like to be a young mum, what it's like to have stretch marks, what it's like to have down days and good days 
all the bits, she shares it all. Here's introducing Amy Victoria. I think my whole life I've yo-yo dieted and done drastic measures and then obviously the weight just piles back on and then you do a different fad diet and it piles back on and every time you're kind of like yes this is the one I'm gonna do it this time I'm gonna get where I want to be and it's just never happened but then since I've had my daughter kind of enjoyed my maternity leave very muchly (laughs) Um, and ate a lot of cake every day And then it got to when she was like 10 months old and I just thought, you know what, enough is enough and I need to do this for me. But it's not only about me anymore, it's also about my family and my little girl. So I need to be there for her. I want to look good in pictures. I want to be able to have pictures so that she's got memories of like happy moments together rather than me looking at the picture and going, oh gosh, I look awful. Like... I wish like, we hadn't had that picture or deleting the picture and then her not having any pictures of us together. So I think that was a main, a main point for me. I can remember, I mean, I'm, I'm a, grew up in the 70s and photos back then was totally different, totally different. And I love, I love taking photographs. My husband goes crazy if we go on a walk because I'm just stopping all the time. <laughs> but I think... Yeah. <laughs> it's just, just nightmare they're just too good to, to miss aren't the photo opportunities but i know that back yeah. then it was a case that you would get your photographs you would go to like a boots or a chemist yeah and get them developed and then you may well have out of 20 photos probably a couple that might be off decent but there was no opportunity yeah. to take 10 snaps and she was the best one but yeah i'm the same it's just it's too much of a temptation isn't it just to especially if you've made an effort or if you if you're wanting to capture these lovely family moments just to keep snapping away it can kind of get you in that frame of mind where you can just develop this self-criticism can't you quite easily yeah definitely definitely i think like social media plays a massive part of that i think a lot of the time we see well we see what people want us to see of their lives and we post most of the time what we want other people to see and I think sometimes it is this like ideal perfect world that we see and that isn't always the reality of it and yeah I think you can really start to beat yourself up about not being or not looking or not having this perfect look or way of life sometimes so yeah I think it's something that we need to all be a bit careful about definitely I've noticed that the photos I mainly like on Instagram are either really cute babies, elephants, yeah. or weight loss. <laughs> they're the thing, they're yeah. the three things that I love to, to watch. And then sometimes you'll, they're the ones where it's like, I'm pregnant, there's my bump. I've had the baby, there's a baby, there's my flat belly. And I'm thinking, goodness, I'm so glad that I'm not in the moment where I've just had a baby. You know, I, yeah. my son's 13 and at that point we didn't have this to to, to look to. Yeah. But it's hard, isn't it? And I don't think I don't think I follow any accounts on Instagram that are super picture perfect because that's not yeah. that's not me and I, I can't relate to that. And I think the only pressure that I feel, not I don't know, just for the fact that people are coming to my Instagram to, to look at my food and stuff. I might make extra effort with my presentation and maybe let's say if I did like um, 
um, a fried egg and it went really wrong <laughs> maybe I wouldn't post that but generally yeah. with, with photos of myself and I don't know if it's an age thing I just think this is me and I'm yeah. putting it on where I wouldn't have there would have been a time that I definitely would not have done that so as a young one you're certainly feeling that yourself yeah I think it's hard isn't it it's hard to see things online sometimes and I try and make a real effort of course I post pictures where I try and look nice but I will also post pictures of my stretch marks or my tummy when I'm sat down so you can see the overhang I think it's really important that you've shown these photographs with the overhang like you said oh um, yeah yeah th that's relatable isn't it that's really really relatable yeah. you want yeah. to see that don't you you want to be able to relate to that and yeah. you can't you can't do that. I think sometimes if you if you want to get really motivated seeing those photos, maybe, but it just makes you feel a bit like, I don't know, maybe I'm, you know, you're not good enough. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think it can really like, yeah, make you, yeah, feel really insecure and really like worried about your appearance, especially if you're feeling a bit down um and vulnerable anyway maybe but a few months ago there was there'd be no way that I would post those pictures I would just if I didn't like a picture of myself I wouldn't post it like full stop whereas the last few months I've been I've tried to go on a bit of a healing journey I've tried to use the kind of lockdown as a a way to improve my confidence a way to try and not worry so much about what other people think and as a result of that I've thought well why can't I post the picture of my stretch marks if somebody makes a nasty comment that's their problem that is my body and I can't change those stretch marks yet they fade but they're still part of me so the stretch marks are there to show you that you you've gone through birth and yeah a constant reminder aren't you that you've got your little girl as a result yeah. I remember reading an article about a lady that I think she'd gone through IVF and she couldn't have children and yeah. the article was a, a perspective of how she wished she had stretch marks from birth yeah. she would never have that that opportunity because she couldn't have children yeah. and you know there's there's always that that you know that that flip side you know we, we talk about yeah, yeah. we talk about stretch marks and we talk about our skin and and we don't like the way yeah. it looks and then you look at you know there's somebody that may have skin cancer i mean i've had a i've had an auntie that's had skin cancer my husband's yeah. father died of um, skin cancer and then you think they would yeah. be looking upon our skin and saying well i wish i only had your skin that was healthy there's always that different you know perspective isn't there and yeah. i love the, the way that you've you've started on this this healing journey during lockdown so do you want to just talk, yeah. talk through some of the, the self-care tips um that you've taken on board yeah so i think i just i got to a point where i thought you need to not worry so much about what people think you need to do what what makes you happy and try and find that balance that right balance because i think obviously before lockdown you're so like it, the world was so busy like everything was a rush and it's just given me a bit of time to reflect i think so yeah, so each day I've been getting up and doing some mindful breathing. I've been writing down my intentions for the day. So I write down at least three intentions that I want to achieve that day. It can literally be something really small. 
it can be something really big yeah it just depends on how I feel on the day and then at the end of each day I've been writing down three things that I am proud of myself for for that day and three things that I'm grateful for for that day and some of them overcross sometimes but yeah it just it's really helped me reflect really helped me yeah just acknowledge some of the things that I wouldn't have done probably three months ago but I've done now. I've been thinking for a while to get some of my friends on that are Reiki teachers that they, they specialize in Reiki breathing techniques. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard of Wim Hof. There's oh, this guy yeah. that basically looks at breathing and, and short breaths and how to control yeah. your breathing. And it, it's amazing the technique and how it, it can help to calm you and calm your mind. Yeah. And it sounds to me that what you're doing and what you're putting in place is helping you to calm your mind. Yeah, which is yeah. fantastic. Yeah. And I, I don't know, it's not something they've really gone into detail in the podcast, but this is something that I know has helped me with my mm-hmm. anxiety and when yeah. I've been really panicking, I thought I might be having a panic attack, that yeah. I've looked at my breathing and breath work and people might be listening thinking, what's breath work? What do you mean breath work? Yeah. Self-care and weight loss go yeah. hand in hand. A hundred percent. Because I think when you go on such a big weight loss journey, everything changes. Um, And obviously everything had changed anyway because I'd had my daughter. I had a few traumatic events that happened in my life. And then obviously I decided this was the time that I'm going to do it. And then the way you look changes. You still see yourself as the way you were before, yet people are telling you different. So you feel a bit confused. You don't know what suits you clothes-wise anymore everything kind of changes and I think you kind of get into a point where you you don't really know who you are anymore and I think that's kind of where I got to and I just needed to go on a bit of a journey to like find who I am and what I want to do. So after the weight loss what you're saying is that you'd lost the weight and know that your start weight was around 15 and a half stone and you're currently just under 11 you're saying there but you didn't see that is that is that still the case or is that something is that a working program yeah I think it has it it is starting to change but I think like people are like oh you don't need to lose any more weight or oh you look amazing and I'm like no no I really don't I really don't think I do and yeah I, I must look better than what I did before but I don't think we always see it and I think we can be quite harsh on ourselves and I know that's something that I can be horrible to myself a lot of the times I can hate myself but that isn't that isn't kind I wouldn't like the things I would say myself I would never even dream of thinking let alone saying about anybody else so I've kind of come up with a new thing of if I wouldn't say it to somebody else then please do not say it to yourself and I think that's yeah that's helped that's definitely helped me see myself from a different a different point of view and maybe how other people see me just looking back, was there ever a time that you thought you would never gain control of your weight? Yeah, I guess so. I think I, I probably got to a point where I just thought I'm just going to be fat forever. And then I suppose you go around in a circle, don't you? And then you get the motivation, you find that motivation and you try something new or something else is advertised and you think, yeah, this is it, this is it. 
And even with Slimming World, I was like, I'm not doing Slimming World. I'm not paying five pounds a week for somebody to weigh me and tell me that I'm fat. I'm not doing it. And my friend was like, no, no, you need to come and do it. And I was like, no, I can't eat carbs. I can't eat like sweets and stuff. I know that if I eat that, I do put on weight. I only have to look at something and I put on weight. Like, I'm not doing it. And she was like, just come with me. And I was like, right, I'll do it for two weeks. And that is it. And I went with her and I lost, I think it was six pounds the first week or something. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'll go back next week then and see what happens. And then I lost another, like, quite large amount. And I was like, oh, oh, okay, yep, I'll keep going for a bit. I'll just do it for a month and and see how it goes because it'll probably stop after a month. Like, I I can't keep losing weight. And, yeah, I haven't looked back since. Yeah, I've been every week, whether that now be on the new online way or previously at group. From the point of of stepping on those scales for that first session at Slimming World and taking that back home, reading through the foods that you can eat, reading through the plan, what was it that stood out to you as being different to other diets that you'd followed in the past? I think it was my mindset. I think my mind was set like, yeah, you need to do it. If you're going to do it, you've got to do it. So at least give it a chance. And I kind of looked through and I thought, well, how's this going to work? It can't work. I can have potatoes. I can have rice. I can have treats. Yeah, I just didn't understand how. And then I was like, well, at least give it a go. And I think the fact that it's not strict, I can't be bothered to count like calories and stuff. And the fact that the only part I had to count was my sins and the only part I had to measure and weigh was my milk and cheese and bread allowance. It kind of like, it felt easier to me. So I was like, "Mm, okay, yeah, I, I I think I can cope with this. I think I can give it a try. Yeah. And I think it's a variety. You can literally make you can make something out of anything and a lot of my meals I don't have any sins in my meals unless I'm doing some kind of fake away or something that might have a couple of sins in a sauce or something but yeah the majority of the time I save my sins for treats so that I can have chocolate or something at night time so with you having this this food that like you said it's not got extra calories or sins in have you found that when you do have the treats that you're craving those foods more do they do you kind of find that by not eating those kind of foods that you're not craving it or do you feel that you need to have a little bit every now and again to stop the craving if that makes sense if I fancy something I see it as a bit of a challenge so I'll be like right I want to make that chicken curry but I want to make it slim and well friendly so it's on plan so then I'm like okay yeah it's a bit of a challenge right let's do it Hmm. um so then my craving for that is is gone because I've had it yeah if I have a craving I I will try and make a friendlier version of it so that I can keep within plan brilliant so what what about your sweet tooth Are are you more savoury than sweet bit of both it just depends yeah I wouldn't say I'm one or the other yeah sometimes it depends on hormones I guess I love using my bread allowance to make either like baked oats um, with like chocolate spread or something in or waffles or pancakes out of them I do like having something sweet in the evening 
and it's, it's just nice to experiment and try and cook and do things different and I think when you do find something because it's kind of trial and error I know it is with myself but when you do find something and then you think god I can either have two Weetabix in the morning or I can have five egg custards <laughs> it's like win-win isn't it yeah exactly you know, with yeah taste aversion and it makes you feel that you know you can you can stick to plan you know yeah. what is it to crave and you've got the options of, of nice food do you keep any of the cookbooks to hand and either the chubby cubs or the pinch and nom have you tried any of their recipes is that, is that like a go-to for you i have them i have the recipe books i have quite a lot of recipe books but if i'm honest i'll have a flick through and then i never really get them out my husband's more of a he'll follow the recipe like i use some seasonings and I kind of just bung them in of, with whatever I'm making and I kind of do like what my mum would say, a guessipe, and just chuck it all in. Um, whereas he follows he follows the recipe, so he is better in that way. But yeah, no, I just kind of like, I'll quickly look something up on the internet of what ingredients are supposed to go in and then have a look. And then if I haven't got the right thing, I'll be like, oh, that's a bit similar, I'll put that in. So yeah, sometimes it's completely a bit random but yeah I don't I don't follow exact recipes I kind of just wing it a bit wing it definitely that sounds like a new new cookbook on the rise and recipe <laughs> definitely <I'll laughs> yeah. that. that's what I do and then sometimes I make an absolute mess of it in fact my husband made made flapjacks and forgot to add the oats so I just I always remind him of this it kind of went like a brandy snap. <laughs> I think however bad I am, I'll never attempt to make flapjacks and not add the oats. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but that it, is it's the like, ingredient. Exactly, exactly. But it's it's nice when it works. And just looking back, you know, you mentioned about your physical appearance and actually feeling a little bit detached from what people had commented. Can you look back now and and think about a time when your weight did actually hold you back at any point of your life? I think just in general, in, in terms of confidence and like not going for things that I should have probably gone and done or been a part of. Yeah, I think like looking back now, I've obviously got a lot more energy. I'm not as tired. Me and my husband worked out the other day. Like my daughter is two stone, around two stone. So I've basically lost two of her like I was carrying extra weight of two of her wow. she's heavy enough to pick up now and carry around but to carry two of her and that to be attached to my body and then have to pick up my child as well mm. like that's a lot of extra weight that I was carrying um and yeah when I think about it like that it just blows my mind a little bit it's a bit crazy absolutely so what about fitness is that something that you you can commit to i know when you've got a young family i can remember when when i did yeah. family, it's, it's i mean that's exercise in itself isn't it you up and down the stairs goodness knows how many times during the day has fitness been something that you've you've looked to explore as you've gone along your slimming journey so my body was used to working out i was teaching dance every day i was dancing every day when i was at university i would wake up go to the gym work out go to university, come home, work out, stretch, do my um, assignments. Um, so it's pretty heavy on. And I think when I get my head in the working out kind of mode, I'm quite on it. 
however I feel that every time I've done that I haven't lost the weight or my body hasn't been where I wanted to wanted it to be so this time I kind of wanted to take a completely different approach so I decided the only form of exercise I was really going to commit to apart from the odd online workout that I've done with a personal trainer is walking yeah just walking I think walking is a great exercise especially when you've got a two-year-old in tow and yeah managed to you know get the toddler by the hand and do the little walk and then as soon as they're asleep you can you can go quite yeah. and do the, the the bigger steps and yeah. you can cover a lot of distance in just just half an hour if you yeah. you've got momentum behind you and there's definitely yeah. no i'll say no shame but this you know when we look at when we look at exercise and we think right okay somebody can go to the gym for an hour and do like a massive like cardio workout or people can can walk there's shown to be massive benefits with walking not just for yeah. your, your physical body but for your for your mental health because it's, it's kind of like a i don't know for me when i'm out walking because i live like yourself yeah. surrounded by rural areas it's nice just to get out in the woods in the forest in the nice parks that we've got surrounding us and just kind yeah. of switch off and it's a bit like a bit like a meditation not not what we think about yeah. meditation and common sense but I do feel yeah. that when I'm surrounded by trees, it's just lovely, isn't it? Yeah, it's so peaceful. And I think that's something I took for granted before, yeah, before lockdown. We'd go, always go and do something, but mm. never very often would we just go to the woods. Whereas now it's like the highlight of my day if my husband's <laughs> home from working time to go for a walk in the woods. It's yeah. like amazing. And, I, and I've been trying over the last two weeks, I think it is to go most evenings on my own just go for like maybe 15 to 20 30 minutes walk just to one clear my mind and to get my steps in yeah I just didn't want to commit to a heavy workout plan because that has never worked for me in terms of getting the body shape I want so I needed and wanted for myself to do something different this time which is why I chose not to do any like heavy exercise while I lost the majority of my weight so it's only now really that I've started to pick the walking up a little bit but once I get to target that's when I want to like incorporate exercise to hopefully tone and that's a good thing that you've recognized that you want to focus on the weight first there's nothing yeah. wrong with that so you think your your woods is now your new tranquility yeah I love it yeah. yeah it's really nice and it's just nice to see my daughter exploring and and getting excited as well about it yeah lovely it's really nice family time that's lovely and you know you you can relax your daughter can relax and you can have that bit of quality time as well with your partner which is brilliant isn't it yeah it's lovely yeah it's really lovely. nice so for somebody listening to this episode that struggles with their confidence and struggles just to to even start really what piece of advice could you give to anybody listening just to get started be kind to yourself just remember that your thoughts aren't always facts your thoughts aren't what everybody else sees yeah just don't be too hard on yourself I think that's one thing that I at times am massively bad for and just keep going keep going if you want it you can do it like I'm proof of that I never thought I would be able to do it you can do it 
I think reach out for support, ask other people, follow inspirational accounts that are real, that show all sides of the stories. And I think aside from the weight loss as a whole, you're on a whole journey. You're on a whole mental, physical journey. So maybe doing some like mindful practice, journaling, writing down your intentions, breaking things down so it seems more manageable. I think that's why I couldn't do the exercise and the weight loss diet side of it together. I just found it too overwhelming. I needed to focus just on my food, just on what I was eating, the scales going down for now, and then I can work on the exercise at a later date. But yeah, just don't, don't be hard on yourself. And maybe as well as writing down your food, journal how you feel your thoughts what your goals are what you want to achieve and recognize when you have achieved something no matter how big or small that may be because I think it's important it may just be something as silly as asking for a glass of tap water when you're out rather than getting somebody else to ask for it for you like something little that you may not have had the confidence to do before yeah acknowledge yourself for that and be proud of be proud of your journey that sounds really good advice and yeah definitely you need to look at weight loss as a a whole journey it's not just about food it's about your mindset where your intentions are set is where you will put your energy it's as simple as that so for anybody looking to follow you on instagram what is your instagram handle amy it's Amy's, as in A-M-Y-S, Amy's underscore S-W underscore journey X. Brilliant, brilliant. And you've lost a fantastic amount of weight. Going from a size 22 to a size 10, 12 is, is just, that is exactly what I would love to be. I would love to be in a size 10, 12. And I know that this episode would have inspired a lot of people just to take the steps to make those changes thank you so much for joining me today amy it's been an absolute pleasure you take care thank you thank you so much take care i never thought i would ask this question but has anybody else found a love of walking in lockdown has anybody else i know the gyms are shut i know everything got shut down didn't it has anybody else found themselves just walking and just getting out in the fresh air and has anybody else found this just so healing just having the peace and the quiet and the tranquility. I know that we've had quite a rainy week where I am at the moment, but in general, we've had some lovely warm days and I've loved going out and having that time just to go out and chill out with my partner and just soak in the fresh air, the sun, and I guess I'm lucky. I live in a little village, so there's lots of places to go for walks. I'm just wondering who else has been able to connect with that and who else has found a new a new hobby a new sport through lockdown i'd love to hear from you i'd love to hear your thoughts about that and what you've experienced and like amy victoria you know she's she's really enjoying this new sense of freedom i know that she said before she was going with a partner but she she's now got the confidence to go on her own for a walk and just to soak up that peace and quiet on her own and i think that's so important to give yourself that self-care when you've got little ones especially during lockdown and especially when your little one is very very young so I keep saying so I'll stop keep saying so I'll think of new things to say (laughs) 
Oh my goodness. You wouldn't believe how many times I have to record my intro and outro. It's unbelievable. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Slimming Stories. I really do appreciate the numbers going up. It really does mean the world to me. And I keep saying that too. I need another punchline, definitely. If you've got any ideas, bring them my way. You know, my whole intention of doing this podcast is to help people like myself who have those down days, who struggle with the mental health, never mind losing weight, and being able to get into a place where we can connect with our weight loss, as well as being aware that, okay, things are going off. Things are going off on our mind, and you don't have to be in a perfect place to lose weight you know you don't have to be living the Walton's life to think right okay I'm going to start on a weight loss journey but what is really really important is to connect with your mind to give yourself that time to think you know we, we spend hours don't we on our phones has anybody ever downloaded that app where you can look at your phone and you can look at the time that you spent online we spend so much time online we spend so much time on technology and sometimes just taking time out of your day to spend 15 minutes meditating. And if you're thinking, what is she talking about? I don't meditate. Okay, that's fine. All you need to do, again, YouTube. I know that's technology. <laughs> but just get YouTube up, put on there guided meditation, put the phone down, listen to the music, close your eyes and just be transported into a state of calm that's all you need to do. You know, if you're busy, maybe you're thinking, I can't go out for a walk, I haven't got the time. But if you can take just 10 minutes out of your day, you will find that beneath all the crazy, beneath all the stuff that goes off in a day, that within yourself, there is a calm place. There is always, always a calm place. And I will be talking more about this. And I'm so glad that Amy Victoria's brought up journaling. It's definitely something that I will be talking more about. As I mentioned before, I work alongside a creative mastermind group and some of the members of that group are Reiki masters, including Kim Floden and Nicole Rivera. And I will be bringing them on just to have a, a deep conversation around this. And maybe just to start that conversation around mindfulness, around journaling, around self-care and what this truly means. I think now I've gone to the point with regards to getting those guests on and having a deep conversation around mental health. I feel that I've kind of pushed the barrier now and that's it. I'm going to unleash my knowledge on you all. <laughs> that's it. So I hope you're ready. There's some great things to learn. And if you do struggle with your thoughts, if you struggle with the overwhelm, then, you know, you're not on your own. A lot of people feel exactly the same and I think we're we're going through a time a fantastic time at the moment where we can choose to think differently we can choose to see the world differently and self-care is definitely going to be part of that and it would definitely play a strong part in my podcast so until next week you take care have a good one and just be kind to yourself just be kind to yourself that's all we need to do take care